Blog Talk Radio. Come on, everybody, want you to get to your feet because we get ready to praise God. We get ready to lift up a name that's high above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue must confess that he is Lord. Come on, everybody, sing along with us. Here we go, y'all. Come on. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's good to be back on live again on Block Talk Radio. This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to Global Gospel. It is Saturday again at the 1 o'clock hour, and we are here to encourage somebody on today and let somebody know about the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. I just want to start out today. Um, our theme scripture comes from Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter and the third verse. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. So some if to you are lost on today, it is our prayer that you be found, that you're touched, healed, delivered, saved, and set free. I just want to um, read the rest of that um, second chapter, uh, fourth chapter of Second Corinthians, in your hearing. And when you have time, certainly you can read. The whole chapter, but perhaps on this week you're like me, you've had a trying week, the devil tried you, the enemy was on every hand, and we know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Christ came that we might have life and life more abundantly, and perhaps this scripture speaks to you. As you go on and read Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, it says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded, the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled. On every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. And I just wanted to reiterate that today to someone. Whatever you're going through today, know that Christ is the answer. It's not um, unusual to have attacks from the enemy because that's what the enemy does. He comes to attack us and to take our witness and take our testimony. But we have to stand strong and confident. And the word of God. Once again, this is Global Gospel. Tell your friends, your family, your neighbors to listen in. Tune in. www.blogtalkradio.com backslash global hyphen gospel. Continue to listen to this song, just your name alone, and we'll be right back. We will have a special guest calling in in just a few minutes. A special guest. And today's our topic is receiving the mantle.
Amen. Just your name alone. Thank God today for the name of Jesus, for there is power in the name of Jesus. There is no other name given under heaven whereby we must men might be saved other than the name of Jesus. His name is above every name. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. So we thank God for Jesus who laid the foundation. Thank God for Jesus who opened up the way. Thank God for Jesus who leadeth me each day. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Once again, this is Global Gospel Block Talk Radio. We want you to, um, if you need to email us, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail. Dot com. If you need to call and leave us a message, you can call us at 516-481-3187. If you need to send us something, you can uh, contact. You can reach us P.O. Box 5331, Hempstead, New York, zip 11550. Later in, we'll open up the lines for you to call in. You can call us at 619-924-0800. Zero zero six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. As I said, we'll have a special guest calling in in a few minutes. Um, you're listening to Global Gospel. Our topic today is receiving the mantle. And as before, our um, guest call called in. I just want to read this um, particular passage of scripture that um, alludes to the mantle, uh, not necessarily uh, naturally, but a spiritual thing, and could be found in 1 Kings uh, chapter 19, verse 19. It says, So he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yokes of oxen before him, and he with the twelve. And Elijah passed by him, and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Go back again, for what have I done to thee? And he returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and bore their flesh with the instruments of the oxen and gave unto the people. And they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. And this is probably one of the most uh, popular stories in the Bible of the Old Testament is that of Elijah and Elisha and the passing of uh, the mantle, certainly uh, being anointed. And certainly we all, as uh, unbelievers and believers, have a responsibility to God. Um, If you are a believer, we have a responsibility to continue to take the message of Jesus Christ everywhere that we go. And as an unbeliever, we have the responsibility to confess with our mouth and believe with our heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Kimberell, there's a message in my heart. We'll be right back with our guest. With you, and I know that it's the will of our Father that we totally trust Him.
Yes, I can hear you. Hello? Hey, praise yes, the Lord. Yes, we hear you. Praise right, the Lord. Cool. God bless you on this afternoon. Who are we speaking with? Hey, man, this is uh, Pastor Terrence Floyd, uh, senior pastor at House of Blessings Christian Fellowship in Baldwin, New York. Great deal. Hey, man, uh, thank God. Today. Thank God we have uh, Pastor Terrence Floyd. So let those in the area know that that he is... Live in studio, Pastor Terrence Floyd from the House of Blessings in Baldwin, New York. So, Pastor Floyd, good to be here, have you here with us. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what was your first encounter with God, with ministry, with church? How did you How did you start out? All right, well, I've been in church, let me see, I'm 38 I'll be 39 this year. I've been in church, so 38 years and nine months. I've been in church all my life. <laughs> so, you know, church is, is nothing new for me, or, or being around the whole atmosphere of church is nothing new. Uh, but for me, uh, the change came, I would say, about 21 years ago. You know, at a, okay. at a youth service in, in Nyack. I was at a youth conference in Nyack, New York, at St. John's Deliverance Church. And uh, that that moment, you know, I uh, finally, you know, I came to the conclusion, made the decision, and gave my life to the Lord. But, you know, uh, like I said, I've been in church all my life, so it's nothing new. I played, you know, the instruments, started out on the drums. I started playing drums when I was seven years old. Uh, wow. And then moved to the piano uh, probably when I was about 16 or so, 15, 16. And you know, it just it's just been a part of my life. You know, my father played the piano as well, as well, and had cousins that played instruments. So, you know, it came kind of natural. It seemed like it was the perfect role to follow because that's what I seen, you know, emulated in front of me. So, you know, and I didn't have any, I have I had no other choice. I had to be in church. <laughs> so, right, that makes that makes a difference in your life when you when you don't have a choice. So, you know, like you said, it it was it was surrounded by you. But you know, sometimes we well, we do have an option. We can go do something else. But you know, it's always something pulling at you. Like this is where I know I'm supposed to be. Uh, I guess you would agree with that, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I felt I always felt like you know being around church definitely impacted my life in a in a in a good way. You know, I, I made mistakes as a young man, and you know, even as a you know being older. Even still today, you know, still make mistakes. But one thing that I never ran away from, I never ran away from God. 
And I believe the, tr- the scripture is cr- true. Train them a child in the way that they'll go. So when they're older, they won't depart from it. And it was always, you know, put in my heart, not just by my parents, but also, you know, grandparents, uh, aunts and uncles, you know, my family, very close family. You know, they even right. had a, a gospel singing group. <laughs> so it was always, you know, something that we were a part of. And, you know, even when I was old enough to make my own decisions you know, or to say, hey, I don't want to go to church today. You know, it was still a part of me to go because that was that was always that was that was something that was always in my heart. So. Right. And, so. and 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 so you said, like, you know, your family was in ministry, um, your parents were in ministry. And how did that how did that make you feel? Did it did you feel like you had to carry a um an extra burden or did you feel like it was more responsibility placed on you because of that than the average individual? Uh when I was younger, no, I didn't feel that way. <laughs> when I was when I was younger I didn't I wouldn't say I didn't like it too much. But I, I felt like I had to compete a little bit with church mm-hmm. with my parents. You know, growing up, you know, you want your you want your parents around, you want them around for certain things and a lot of times you know it was oh no we got church tonight and my you know my parents you know they loved the lord served the lord with all their hearts they're great great parents i'm not taking anything away from them Mm -hmm. but as far as feeling responsibility to carry on be honest with you i you know this wasn't something that i wanted to do (laughs) i wasn't a pastor in a church and, and leading that i wasn't definitely wasn't on my list and uh, I, I, wa- I wanted to be a professional football player, and that was, <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. And uh, a lot more money you know, and, being... and prestige involved in that. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> lot, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You know, at the end of the day, you know, it. You know, as we as we're talking today, you know, it didn't work out that way, and you know, right. things happen. I, I believe things happen just the way God wanted them to happen. So no matter what stories we write for our lives, you know. We know that at the end of the day, God has the final say, and we just gotta, you know, trust His process and go along, you know, for the ride. And, and so, yeah, I, I really didn't feel like it was something that I, I want. I definitely didn't want to do, you know. And I'm, I've heard stories of some, uh, some, some of my uh, contemporaries, you know, talking about how they, you know, they felt it as a young person, and you know, they always wanted to be a preacher. And you know, I, for me, it, it wasn't really wasn't my story that I always wanted to be a preacher or so you know feeling that feeling that need or feeling like I had to uh follow in their footsteps or had a a, bit, a heavier load to carry mm-hmm. um nah I, I really didn't uh, I didn't take it that way I didn't take it that way so right I, I understand um so you know now 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 you you're in ministry now and now as you said um pastoring how long have you been pastoring now uh this uh past april or this april i we uh celebrate 7 years of pastoralship um oh, wow yeah okay. i i took over the ministry from my father uh the church was started 17 years ago okay. um like uh, we served in another in, a, in another church for years, um, and we were there. And my parents served faithfully for years, and not until 17 years ago 
they uh, start a house of blessings in the basement of their home, of their house. And um, my mother passed away uh, eight, eight and a half years ago. And from that point, that's when the transition, uh, my father uh, retired and, and he, he since moved away. And I uh, took over as pastor in the church, which, you know, which is kind of crazy because it's not something that uh, <laughs> I wasn't groomed for it. You know, I didn't have, I knew how to play the piano. I know how to play the drums, but as far as pastoring, you know, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't really have the tools for that. Not that I, you know, in thinking myself, I didn't feel like I had the tools uh, to pastor a church. But right. seven years later, here I am, and uh, you know, still learning along the way. I'm still, right. you know, still running into detours and dead ends. But you know what? God has still been good. You know, and I, I attribute, you know, God keeping me and keeping my family together because I, right. I, I, I know people that take on this role as being a pastor and they don't really know how to, you know, decipher how to handle life and, and a lot of other things suffer but thanks man to God man, I've, I've been uh, uh, this year my me and my wife will celebrate uh, 14 years of being married and uh, wow. we have three three beautiful kids three beautiful boys and you know God's been faithful God's been good to us man God, God has blessed us as a young couple he's opened numerous doors so you know I, I can say that you know one thing my, my I can one thing that that I did learn from my parents is how to serve faithfully. Right. You know, so it was never it was never about chasing the title. You know, it was never about, you know, being in the front or being in the spotlight. It was always right. about just serve God faithfully. So, you know, if anything that that responsibility that I did take from my parents is to follow in their footsteps as far as serving faithfully. You know, not not so much, you know, just you know, build up my legacy, but so much of you know, serve God with all your heart. Right. Um, now, with that said, we do want to congratulate you on um, seven years of being in the pastorate and um, your church being seventeen years. And we thank God. I mean, seven is one of those significant numbers. You know, a number of completion and eight is a new, new beginning. So, I mean, you've done uh, what many people have not done. Some people start out in ministry and they don't last seven weeks, uh, seven days, seven months. But, you know, one of the biggest tests that I would say in ministry or anything in life is the test of time. And if you can manage to get through um, certain times and periods in life, then um, you can make it because so many people don't have the tenacity to go through things and, you know, they just walk away. I can, we can think of tons of churches like you said, over the past seven years that have opened up and closed up. You know, we could think of people yeah. that have started out in ministry and they're no longer in ministry. And some people that have just started out, they were being, they were faithful Christians or what we thought, and now they want nothing to do with God. So um, right. we're grateful for your commitment. We're going to take a brief break, and uh, we'll back and we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk more um, about um, receiving the mantle and how that now that you've made that transition where. You were um, the, ch- the uh, child, the son of uh, ministers and pastors, 
and now you said, you know, you're married, you have a wife, you have children, how that has, uh, the roles have changed around. We'll take a break. Once again, you listen to Global Gospel, and we'll be right back. They're actually listening, Terrence Jr., Trenton, and Tennyson. And my uh, my family is my number one cheerleaders, <laughs> and you know, they're, they're my biggest support. You know, a lot of days when, when things are rough, man, those are the ones that that put a smile on my face. That's a, that's a blessing. So um, now you have a busy schedule. You work. You have a wife. You have three children. You have a church. Anybody from church you want to shout out? Uh, just whoever, whoever's listening. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly who's on, but whoever's listening from listening from HOB, you know, shout out to you and uh, see you or see you tomorrow on time on time. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure they, <laughs> I'm sure they'll let you know tomorrow if they were listening in. So now, pastor, husband. Uh, Father, how do you balance ministry and church? Because there's a lot of um, people out there that cannot make the balance. And, you know, somebody feels neglected. Somebody feels left out. Uh, how do you make that balance? And oh. and being that you were already in the position that you were the child of um parents that were in ministry so now your your children are experiencing the same thing so you would know some things that you perhaps didn't agree with not that it was wrong but just something you didn't agree with and you might not want to carry out your life the same way what would you how would you say you make that balance or what advice would you give to 
someone else in your same situation? All right, well, uh, balance is, is hard. The, the whole balance of everything, I, I work for the electric company as well. So I'm a bivocational pastor, and I have a full-time job working for PSE&G. I work on the electric power lines. So my job schedule demands me to be there, you know, especially when the weather's bad. You know, there's a demand for me to be at work. God has graced me, and he allows me to – he gives me the grace to make it to church and to handle church things, you know, as as I need. So I thank God for that. So as far as balancing church and family, um, I, I really take my cues from the Bible. When God tells me to love my wife with everything and, and love my wife like Christ loves the church and gave himself for it. So if, if I'm going to sacrifice or give myself to anything first is my first ministry, which is my family. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm a big stickler for that, that if my family needs me, you know, they take. So, so my family is not a part of it. I don't put my family as a part of the balance. You know, I mm-hmm. put them as a priority. So, you know, you always hear people talk about God, family, and then, you know, everything else falls in this other categories. Right. So when it comes to God, you know, I prioritize God. You know, I put no one before him. You know, he's he's number one. And then after God, you know, I put my family. And then sometimes I have I have a hard time balancing me. So if if anything if anybody's gonna suffer Don't forget about I'd rather suffer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what? And and I'm guilty of that. If anybody's gonna suffer, I'm gonna suffer. You know, because I don't want you know, I, I I don't want my family to experience that, and definitely I don't want, I don't want God <laughs> to, not, and not that He's going to suffer, but you know, as being His ch- as being His child, you know, I want to make sure that that I take my time for that. So as far as balance, I don't balance my family in church. You know, I I put my family, I prioritize my family. I love I love the church, I love the people that right. we serve and and the people that are there, but if my family needs me, you know. Uh, I, I'm going to definitely uh, take care of them. Prime example, uh, over this last October, last football season, my okay. middle son played football, and I was the head coach of the team. And, of course, they played on Sundays. So I, I, I made it work because it's something that he wants to do, something that he loves. So because that is something that he wants to do. And you know what? It's not something that I made him do. You know, I'm, right. I'm not the type of dad that, you know, I try to make my kids, you know, do what, you know, what I want them to do. You know, I certainly want them to find their own place and their own identity. But, uh, right. you know, I, I, uh, I, took the, I took the coaching spot and I coached. And it was difficult and I made it work. I, you know, I was able to have other, other people. Uh, Reverend Lamar stepped in uh, Sundays, a couple of Sundays for me. God bless him. And, uh, and, and help me out. God bless you. <laughs> you know? God bless Reverend Lamar, and and I appreciate that, and I, and I know I've told you that, and I'll tell you Thank that. You. you know, for the uh, you know, for the airways to hear that, you know, Reverend Lamar is certainly a blessing, and and uh, so that's you know that's where I come to. I've come to that place. I, I I prioritize instead of trying to balance because if you try to balance, you know, I can only handle but so much. But God told tells us if you seek Him first. His kingdom and all of his righteousness and everything else will be added. So I, right. I think if I if I keep God first, make sure I serve my first ministry 
as being a husband and being a father. Because what what good would I be to have a, a booming church but my family's messed up? Right, right. Which happens. You know, oh, I got I got a wonderful youth ministry, but my kids are unhappy. Right. So that you know that that you know that is not what I what I want to emulate. And then you know what? If that was the if that was the case, that would turn them off from church. And a lot of a lot of PKs, you know, they suffered from that because they seen how their parents paid attention to certain things regarding the church and right. miss what they were doing. And a lot of PKs are have become resentful and not even want to serve serve God. So, you know, I thank God. Yeah, that, that's the truth. And that's, you know, it's scary because, you know, the ones that you think would definitely, uh, you know, be there and be a part of it, they don't want nothing to do with it. And that's one thing that, uh, you know, I'm, me and my me and my, me and my wife, Lady Katiana, you know, we, we're very particular about that because, you know, I, I don't want to turn my kids away from God. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want them to say, hey, what kind of God, would, you know, will busy my dad so much that he can't be a dad to me. I can hear how everybody, you know, exclaims to him, for him to be, a, you know, exclaim him as being a good pastor. But what about, you know, being a father? So, yeah, I, balance is hard. I can't really do it. I don't really know how to do it well, mm-hmm. but I prioritize. I do put God first, my family second, and then, you know, everything else, I, I leave it to God to work out for me. Right. And, and I think that's a good point that you have the wisdom to know that where somebody else is telling you to balance, that balance doesn't work for you. You have to prioritize. And basically you're bringing up a whole, a whole different point of view that you're putting everything in perspective. And I'm sure that comes with trial and error and wisdom. And that's a problem that we all fall into with everything could be applied to any aspect of our life that sometimes what other people tell us to do that works for them may not necessarily work for you. And it can be frustrating if you try to put yourself into that mold, especially in, in ministry. You know, we have to all know our own calling and abide in our own calling and know that we're not all going to preach alike, we're not all going to sing alike, we're not all going to play the mu- uh, musical instruments alike, but certainly God does give us our own identity. So I, I, yeah. I thank God for that, that you raised that issue, that balance doesn't work for you you have to prioritize and you put everything in perspective and obviously something is working because you've been at it for seven years and so we you know we thank god we want to once again congratulate you on the um seven years we just we'll dedicate this we'd like to dedicate this whole uh show today to the house of blessings and to pastor uh terrence first lady katiana and you know we thank god for your life uh for your uh ministry and uh thank you for pouring into my ministry as well and um we're grateful for you um we pretty much came from the same place <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh life uh sometimes i do understand what older people say how life comes full circle because if you live long enough sometimes you do make some connections that you previously had and it certainly advanced it uh enriches all of our lives. Um, we're yeah. going to take a break, and um, then you'll uh, come back with your uh, final uh, words, um, 
conclusion of the whole matter. Um, the song says, what shall I render? If anyone wants to call in and talk to Pastor Terrence Floyd, you can call in at 619-924-0800. Please like us on Facebook, Global Gospel. Shout us out. Let us know that you are listening today to Global Gospel. We'll be right back. Unto God for all his blessings. Mm-hmm. Calling from South Kakalaki, as they say. <laughs> God bless you, brother. <laughs> How's the weather down there? You. Oh, 81 degrees. All nice. right. We're on our way to that. We're not there yet. But uh, thank you, brother Taylor, for calling in. God bless you. All right, we have another caller. Caller, are you there? Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Who's calling? This is uh, Erica McAllister. I am one of the members of House of Blessings. I just called in to um, say how proud I am of my pastor and how he is doing a great job, him and First Lady, and that how he cares for his members and the people in the community. And I just wanted to give him a shout out. 
God Thank bless you, Sister Erica. Thank you so much. All right, guys. See you tomorrow. Thank, thank you. Thank you All for right. calling in. And we know that those that is one of uh, your faithful members. Yes, it is. Sister Erica, you know, holds us down. She serves in every capacity, you know, any capacity that we need her. I think she'll even try to play one of the instruments if she could. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. No, no, no. Lord has to me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, y'all have to figure that out. In rehearsal first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it is a pleasure serving you and serving with the members in the church. I wouldn't want to go to any other place. So oh, I am proud so to be a member of House of Blessings, and um, I gotta get back to work. So I'll talk okay. to you later. Get back we to work, God bless right. you. All right. So, um, well, we thank God for all those that have you know, called in just to shout out Global Gospel, to shout out Pastor Floyd, to shout out House of Blessings. Um, you can call us 619-924-0800. Pastor Floyd, before I forget, how about you give everyone uh, your service time and your address for those that might not have a place to worship on tomorrow? We know that House of Blessing is a good place to be because there's good leadership going on there. The word is being preached. Tell us where they can find you tomorrow morning. All right, tomorrow morning we start service at, uh, we have morning prayer at 10.15, and our morning worship begins at 10.30. Our address is 685 Brooklyn Avenue in Baldwin, New York, 115, I believe it's 11510. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're there every Sunday morning. We'd love to see you. If you have nowhere else to worship or you want to, uh, you want to come visit, please stop by. Again, 10.15 for prayer, 10.30 service time, uh, 10.30 a.m. service starts. Uh, and, you know, we have a great time in the Lord. So we do encourage you all to stop by there um, on tomorrow if you are free. And who are you? Who Tell the listeners who they're listening to, Pastor Floyd. Uh, this is Pastor Terrence, and you are listening to Global Gospel. Gospel. Amen. We thank God for you, Pastor Terrence. Uh, would you like to have any final uh, remarks? Before you close us out in prayer, certainly. Anything you'd like to say, or yeah, I just want to encourage the listeners. If there's any pastor kids or any pastors out there, I just want to encourage you uh, to you know just keep pushing. Understand that you know it. it, You you'll hit rough spots and you'll hit you know hills that that seem insurmountable, but just keep going forward, man. Just keep you know doing what God calls you to do. And he re- he rewards your faithfulness, and that's one thing that I, I I learned. One thing that I am consistent with is being faithful to God, being faithful to what He called me to. You know, it, not every day was a good day, but you know, God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So you know, just keep seeking God, keep serving God. You know, and you know, God's going to He'll do the rest. So my my, you know, just stay encouraged, stay inspired. You know, and just, just let's just keep going forward. Amen. And I um, certainly, once again, I thank you for um, for being in studio with us today. And it's another uh, point that you brought out earlier on in the show. And um, I read the passage of scripture earlier about Elijah and Elisha, and you said something that was very important that you didn't 
um, you weren't one of those people that, oh, I want to be a uh, preacher, I want to be a pastor. And one of the uh, important things that people need to know about receiving a mantle is it is not something that you always ask for. Sometimes it just falls in place because you're you're there at the right place at the right time, and certainly, but God anoints you to do whatever task or to carry out the, whatever assignment there there is for you to carry out. So you don't have to ask to be anything in life. If it's for you to be, God will make a way for you to be that. And we see so many overnight wonders because people want to be this and they want to be that, but God has not right. called them. He's not has not ordained them. They have not been anointed. They haven't been connected to anybody. And a pastor um, told me uh, one time, uh, you said you have to, you know, stick close to your leader because you never know when that mantle is going to fall. It could be something that's said. It could be something that's done. It could happen at any time, ready or not. So um, we thank God for you sharing today with the listening audience about receiving the mantle and before you go we just want you to take us to the throne of grace pray for all those that are listening and your church everybody just want to close us out in prayer all right let us pray heavenly father we are so thankful and grateful for this time god to discuss uh the, the heaviness of carrying the mantle and I pray, God, for every listener, God, that you will touch their hearts and their minds. God, that you will help us, oh God, to be faithful. Lord God, faithful to what you have called us to, Lord, because you are, Lord God, looking for us to to produce and looking for us to go forth and to, to work while it's day because the night comes when no man can work. So, God, I pray for every listener on today. I pray, Lord, for those that called in, Lord, to encourage us, to those, God, that... Um, that are listening and God that you will touch their hearts and their minds Father God bless them open doors for them make ways for them God and God we pray even for the host we pray for Reverend Lamar God that you will continue Lord to open doors and to make ways for him and Father God we thank you Lord God for we despise not to dare small beginnings but we believe God that if we're faithful over this God that you'll make room for much more and we'll give you praise glory and honor in Jesus name Amen Amen Thank you once Amen. again, Pastor Terrence Floyd from the House of Blessings uh, in Baldwin, New York. And certainly stop by tomorrow and pay him and First Lady Floyd a visit. And they will be there tomorrow and every Sunday if you're in the area. Thank you again, Pastor. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you everyone once again this is global gospel you can still listen in www.blogtalkradio.com backslash global hyphen gospel you can still continue listening we'll be on for another um, 15 minutes this is global gospel we've talked today about receiving the mantle and we just want everyone to know that as we said before you don't have to ask for God to do anything, but if you be faithful, God will do things. He will move in your life. And know today that God has chosen you to do a great work. He
Radio Twins. He chose me. Classic gospel music. Know that God chose you on today. Know that he that has begun a good work in you is able to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Know that God has called you. He has a plan and purpose for your life. For he said, I, he told the prophet before I uh, formed you in the womb that he had called us and or called them and ordained them a prophet unto the nation. So God isn't doing anything new. God already uh, spoke into existence what he's going to do. And certainly we have to heed uh, to his command and and follow his word. And as it's been said uh, many years ago, that the word of God will uh, drive you or draw you. And certainly we want to be drawn closer and closer to the Lord in a day and a time like this when the devil is running loose and he's running rampant. And there's no place safe unless you're covered by the blood of Jesus. When you're at home, you must be covered. When you're driving in your car, you must be covered. At work, at church, you have to be covered by the blood of Jesus. That's your only safety. That's your only security. And as God told Israel, when he see the blood, that the death angel would pass over them. So we have to make sure that our houses, or our, our earthly houses, are covered uh, by Christ and that we have Christ dwelling on the inside of us. We want to all receive that mantle and receive what God has for you. And he told us that greater works that we would do after the Holy Ghost had came. And certainly the Holy Ghost is here. So we have to apply that to our lives and just draw out, be drawn closer and closer to the Lord. In a day in an evil time like this, we once again thank you all our listeners for calling in. We're coming down to the close of the 1 o'clock hour. Thank you, uh, Brother Taylor, that called from Somerville, South Carolina. Thank you for Sister Erica from House of Blessings. We thank you to all our listeners, uh, those that have called in over the uh, past week from Washington, D.C., um, from Florida, from Pennsylvania, from Hempstead, New York. Uh, we just thank God for everyone, those in the United States, those that are in Norway that are listening. Once again, you can like us on Facebook at Global Gospel. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And once again, we dedicate this show, entire show, to Pastor Karen Floyd, First Lady Tatiana Floyd, the House of Blessing. We congratulate him on seven years as pastor, the church, seven years um, in existence.
draw closer to Christ in a day and time like this. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. So Christ is standing at the door and knocking. You have to let him in. He isn't going to force his way in, but you have to take heed and hear the voice of the Lord. Once again, this is Global Gospel. We want you to listen in again next week at the 1 o'clock hour from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Tell somebody that we're on live and you can call us and reach us at the studio, 619-924-0800. Once again, let someone else know that Global Gospel is online live with your host, yours truly, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Once again, we thank our special guest today, Pastor Terrence Floyd from the House of Blessings International Fellowship in Baldwin, New York. Remember, whatever you go through this week, whatever the enemy tries to put in your way, whatever stumbling blocks, uh, you know, whatever, whoever or whatever gets in your way on the job or in the home or in school or wherever you go, that Christ is the answer. Jesus Christ is the answer for the world today. And certainly there is none like him. He's the only one that can save your life, that can heal you, that can deliver you. And set you free. Once again, you've been listening to Global Gospel. Tune in next week. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. Thank you. God bless you. And have a good afternoon. Look to hear from us again next week at the same time. If the gospel be hid, it is only hid to them that are lost. God bless you. Above him there's no
you think the sun won't shine In case you don't know But the word of God is true And everything he promised He will do it for you That's the reason I say Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 